Forever in Electric Dreams and Blue and Green Radio present a 90s State of Mind podcast. Radio in a 90s state of mind. <laughs> Welcome to blueandgreenradio.com. Welcome, friends, who are tuned in to another episode of the 90s State of Mind podcast. Uh, thank you very much for tuning in. My name's Imran. This uh, podcast series is a collaborative project from Blue and Green Radio and ForeverInElectricDreams.com. Uh, both sites would love the pleasure of your company, so please feel free to check out ForeverInElectricDreams.com and BlueInGreenRadio.com. Uh, my name's Imran, and I'm your uh, host for today. Uh, we... Um, uh, this is well, well. Hang on, I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, this podcast series sees myself, um, Imran, who is based in London in the UK, and my buddy Rhonda from San Jose, California. Uh, we meet up uh, as regularly as we possibly can to share our affection for uh, '90s uh, R&B, hip hop, neo soul projects. And uh, when we talk about them, we pick a different album uh, for every episode. And uh, these are such a joy to kind of just sit down with Rhonda and uh, we um, just yeah, share our affection for, for the kind of music that had a huge impact on us during this really special golden decade. Uh, past projects have seen us go through Michael Jackson's Dangerous, Aaliyah, uh, One in a Million, Maxwell Urban Hang Suite, uh, Sade's Love Deluxe, uh, Diggable Planets with Blowout Comb, I'm missing one or two. Um, yeah, <laughs> check out their website and you can see the whole list. Uh, today's episode uh, is really exciting because we are delving into Khalees and her debut album Kaleidoscope. Um, it's a, it's a really exciting project to kind of feature here because, it, well, for one thing, it comes out, it came for release uh, like December 99, so it's just made it uh, into the kind of the, the criteria for us to cover for the show today. And um, it's a really, really interesting project to discuss. It was uh, in relation to Khalid herself, as well as the album's producers in Pharrell Williams and Chad Hugo, the Neptunes. Uh, we're both uh, we're fans of both factions, and it's uh, one of those kind of um, marriages made in heaven kind of collaborations. I think the same way in a recent discussion we discussed Timberland and Leah. We have this wonderful uh, collaboration as well, um, and uh, it's sort of a bit unfortunate. We talk about the wonderful music that they made with Kaleidoscope and also going forward and where each one each kind of branched off into musically uh however there's a lot to discuss with this album we discussed the uh, obviously the project itself but also there's a lot around Kalisa's first two albums um which see us kind of venture into the discussion about record labels and I'll, i i say this during the conversation i will never understand how the music industry the business side of things work i just will never will uh the conversation about royalties and songwriting credits and you know revenue blah 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 i'll never understand how these things are all put together but um 
a lot of that conversation, uh, a lot of the success with her first two albums is sort of marred in that conversation and her disillusionment with uh, Virgin Records and uh, Pharrell and Chad, unfortunately. So we kind of delve into that conversation a little bit. Uh, but ultimately, it's, as always, these shows are a celebration. So um, that's what this episode aims to do. Before we go on, I, w- I want to give a very, very quick shout out. We, um, uh, as I said, we're eight episodes in and we're starting to kind of hear some nice responses from people, so which is really, really cool. So we want to give a massive thank you to uh, Sharon, uh, who has ch- checked out a couple of uh, episodes, maybe a couple more. And um, hopefully Sharon will check out this episode and just uh, really appreciate her doing so. So, uh, yes, thank you to her and uh, yes and anyone else that's been checking out these these shows as well it means a lot so thank you so much um, regular listeners of this series will uh, now come to know that we feature two songs as well as little snippets throughout the show uh, we pick two songs so Rhonda gets to pick a song uh, at the end of the show um, to kind of summarise her, her favourite from the album and I get to pick one at the outset uh, Rhonda <laughs> this is the first time I think it's happened we picked sort of the same song uh, Rhonda's gone with a certain version shall we say i won't i don't want to give too much away um but i went i wanted desperately to pick one song but she's picked a different version of it so i nearly went with the album version but um for which will become clear <laughs> in the conversation but i'm going to pick a different song for my one uh, just because it'd be nice to sort of give that shine to another song on the album so my opening number from this one is going to be suspended it is a really really uh, really really great tune i really really enjoy it and uh, I thought it would be a nice way to open the show. Uh, so we'll be playing Suspended right now. Then we'll go straight into uh, the main part of uh, our conversation with Rhonda. Thank you so much for tuning in, friends. I really guys, I really hope that you guys will enjoy the episode today. Uh, I've waffled on quite a long time. So we better play Suspended. And uh, we'll be back for another episode very soon. Don't wake me. I'm still dreaming I don't see This reality 
So we're we're jumping in. I actually I can't remember whose pick this one is. I know following our Aaliyah conversation, we had you know we we hung out as we do afterwards, and we threw ideas back and forth about what we would do next, and we landed on Khalees and Kaleidoscope, right. and I guess the criteria for uh, it's only one criteria for these conversations and that the, the album has to be released uh within the years of 1990 to 1999 and Khalees has made this as tight as any album that we cover could possibly be uh yeah. with this album having been released on the 7th of December 1999 which is <laughs> if we can find an album to cover later than that that would be very cool um but she's just made it uh, yes. kind of uh into into that area of uh, an album we can discuss so yes we're discussing Khalees' yes. debut Kaleidoscope uh, released in December obviously uh, Virgin Records um, 
Wow. Like, uh, so debut record produced, of course, by uh, the Neptunes. Um, last year, so February, I read on, on Wikipedia. Wikipedia has some very interesting facts about this one. Uh, mm-hmm. So it had a 20-year celebration, 20-year uh, yeah. anniversary uh, on the 21st of February uh, 2020. And they released like a, a, an exclusive digital version of the album with some bonus cuts and remixes uh, at the end of it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, what... Um, Whose pick was this? I can't. I, I feel like I, I went at it maybe from a Neptune's perspective, uh, being a diehard. But yeah, was this your pick or mine? You know, <clears throat> I actually I think we were talking just about music in general, and maybe it was your discussion about the Neptunes, and we we're like, let's see <clears throat> if we could pick something from them, right? And then we we found her, and then we were amazed at like it's like like right at the cutoff almost to be able to talk about it so uh i think that's how we were both surprised that i'm like as close to the the cutoff as possible this album got Mm -hmm. really razor close so we were like yeah let's do it um and then um for me it, it turns out this is it's kind of funny because we had just talked about Aaliyah right and her taking you know the risk to to work with Timberland and Missy who we know are really huge now but back then <laughs> they were relatively right. you know starting out and um, it turns out that that's kind of the similar thing with this album with um, the Neptunes right because mm. you know the Neptunes are huge but at that time, this is one of those key albums that propels them to what we come to know right. of them now, right? So I was like, wow. And then there were, you know, Timberlands from Virginia and uh, um, the Neptunes are based out of Virginia. So we have like that kind of tie. So, you know, of course we knew all of that when we were discussing this. Mm-hmm. And so that's why we made the decision. But, you know... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> these parallels is ultimately <clears throat> what brought us together to this choice, you know. But yeah. um, um, what was interesting as I was listening to the album, I came to Khalees later in her career, so this was actually most of the album was a new experience for me. So it was it was nice to do something relatively new for me to listen and to go through. So, so did you hear your experience? Yes. So, I mean, I guess the, the project's lead single caught out Mm. there. I, I think I, I did come back to Kaleidoscope a few, a couple years, not too far away, but um, maybe, I don't know, four, maybe years later um, following its release. Cause by this point I'm a, Neptune's enthusiast I'm really okay. really I'm you know, loving everything they're doing and I'm wanting to mm-hmm. get as much of it as possible so um so here's my I I I, I certainly am not saying this to put any negativity as you know I don't like to do that yeah. in, in any context but but when I first heard caught out there I thought what's this <laughs> and not in a good way like uh-huh. what the heck am I listening to like I can't think of a bolder 
first single that anyone ever threw out there than than that because you're you're gambling everything on that tune and that is a divisive tune that has the sorry that has the potential to be a very divisive tune and i'll be very very honest i i've never actually taken to that song um, but i've read since you know in preparation for this i've read a lot of incredible praise for that record yeah um, and right? yeah and when i heard it, even now i, I I'll, I'll openly confess i'm not a fan of that at all and that that obviously encouraged me not to explore that <laughs> that album right. or, you know when i heard right, it, I, right, thought, right. Well, I have no interest in this did you respond to call out there then and now how do you i actually this wasn't the the um the song that i, I missed this song completely. oh wow okay mm-hmm. so like i said i didn't even think i had heard anything from this album so it wasn't until i started researching what was going to be my closing selection that a song I have, a remix I have, uh-huh, so I'm giving you that as a teaser. Okay. And I was like, oh my god, this song is from this album? And I'm like, <laughs> wow. So I'm like, okay. And um, so then when I heard the original, I'm like, it's, you know, it's the power of the remix. How, how um, you can totally reshape a song. And then that becomes, you know, the hot track for me and I was unaware of the original or even the album like I, I really didn't get into Khalees until later right so me coming back so it's interesting to hear this album because you know I, I really were, were into the Neptunes uh, more so to right. be honest yeah. and um, so when I went back I'm like oh all of this where where it came from <laughs> a lot of the classic nerd or Neptune's beats and their music style, yeah. you can hear throughout this album. Very so this so. is like a very groundbreaking album for them because they, you know, they essentially did all the production and things. Yeah. So 
you're hearing what will be their foundation as they go forward and and they blended with Khalees. So yeah, it's it's you know, so when you're talking about caught out there and the I hate you so much right now, that lyric ah! <laughs> yeah. Don't forget yeah. to scream when you're going. Oh, that's there. right. That's <laughs> that's right. just like what the heck is going on? <laughs> so yeah, actually, I. But see now we can. We, it sticks with you, right? You're like yeah, you, absolutely. Either you either like that or you don't, because yeah. no one's. I mean, to. To my knowledge, nobody's done something like that in a yeah. song and can get away with it, right? And I think for those listeners that really liked it and resonated with it, it's like this anthem for them, you know, yes. and they really want to, you know, just say it. You know, the, you know, when you're in the car and you're like singing to yourself and you have that day where you just, oh, let me turn this off, yeah, right? Yeah. And then the people in the car are like, that isn't me, right? You not I didn't I didn't provoke that, right? Just you know, okay, I'm just you know, as long as I didn't provoke it. But but I think that that's where um, the 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 support of the song, you yes. know, for those who want to be able to say that and be like, oh, it's just a song. I, I, it's not you. It's the song, you know, and you can get away with singing that um, <clears throat> to yeah. express how you feel. And and hide that in the oh I'm just singing the lyrics kind of thing. So, right. um, but yeah, I, that one, yeah, mm. yeah I think that's it, a, it that's a brilliant. It, it really, really, really does. And I think that's a brilliant point because that's probably the thing about the song that I would cite as a real positive in terms of it is an angry song. It is absolutely yeah. supposed to be an, an angry, almost, uh, I mean this respectfully, incoherent in its rage. You're, you're yes. that angry. You're screaming. You're, I mean, right. you're just, you know, you're, I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. And mm-hmm. it captures that. It really, really does. And you can feel that that's what that song is about. And I totally get it. And I, I give it, I, you know, I, it is the, it is sort of the, the, the selling point of the song. And it's the best kind of, they, they found that, that kind of emotion and they've put, they've, portrayed it well but you know the for me it was just it was never a song yeah. that came together even the production <laughs> i mean i yeah this was, it's a little yeah, yeah that that late night um 90s and early noughties neptunes production where they were just obsessed with space and you can hear it there's the little sound effects in their music and there were times it worked brilliantly and i love like space age neptunes and wish they'd mm-hmm. go back to that kind of um almost like it was a philosophy for them as opposed to just something that they were jumping on but um that was an example of it where i thought this just isn't i don't get it i just you yeah know, was, i mean i think this is i i would have to like like pre um and i'm i should have prepared for like alanis merced or right. uh, fiona apple but more like alanis merced right where you, this is where you're you're getting that anger out in a song kind yeah. of thing and <clears throat> yeah so you either like it or <laughs> Or you don't, but but it does. It catches. Well, I'll, I'll, we'll say it will make you have an opinion. Yes. All right. It's, it provokes opinion. It's artistic. We'll go with yeah. that. I'd love to know that, like, to kind of be in there for for the making of that song. Like, did because you know did certain did they just all say this is brilliant? Like, this is a great idea. Let's do it. Or was there any kind of like no this this will work? Are you sure? Was there anything like that? Or were they completely on the same page? 
there has to be i would love to know like the backstory because to you know when you go in the studio to like create something who pissed you off enough <laughs> that this you know you just went in there and you feel like tons better after you sang it but somebody really really right. pushed you off <laughs> so yeah, yeah there's <laughs> right. a story yeah yeah so i'm like hmm but you know i i don't even well see because and and somebody liked it because it was the first single yeah right so i don't yeah. you know that's a um i you know i don't know like who was the the who said yeah let's let, let that be the first single i yeah, don't you um, know uh i mean it's so, it's 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 Virgin Records, isn't it? It's uh, yeah. yeah, it's Virgin Records. So this is a high up, bigwig label, and so a credit to to all involved because it's it is the least play it safe record you could have put right. out. Right, um, exactly. and I totally get it's it's bold to make the song. It's bold to say this is going to be on the album, but to put everything on it and say this is this is the lead. That you know, wow, you know, like yeah. there's there's a real vision. I think with a, a decision like that, and I, you know, if I was in that room, my my hand would have been raised, saying, "Sorry, uh-huh. are we hearing the same song? Are you serious? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I I don't think this will destroy her. Do not, we yeah. can't put this out." But, and I would have been well, wrong. Considering I, the other tracks on the album, yeah, I'm like, this is the one that we're going to leave. Yeah, with. exactly. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> I yeah. did wonder what, what your perspective on the song would have been, and if you would have said, well, "What are you crazy? This is genius," sort of thing. But oh, mm. I couldn't. I just never could. And it's funny because you know Neptune's again. Like, I guess it, I hope it's not disrespectful to talk about them as much because obviously they're the lead producers. So, right. And the, but this is a Khalees album, so I want to mm-hmm. be you know respectful to obviously her. But like that again, that late nineties period. This is what I just loved about them because they were so uncompromising. You know, like I remember hearing Super Thug for the first time and thinking, this is noise. This, how is this, this has been released as a single. I don't get it. And it was a huge hit for Noriega. And I just, to me, it was just noise. I like it. It won me over eventually. But um, they were just anything you thought contemporary or contemporary in that period, R&B and hip hop was supposed to sound like. They just sort of you said, know, no, that's not what we're going to do. And that's not what it should sound like. And right. they just pushed every every boundary that they could. I mean, they had people begrudgingly dancing and loving and sync. Do you know what I mean? That girlfriend yes. song that they did with Nelly. Oh, I mean, that was a yeah. great record. But that was an era where it didn't mix art pop and like hip hop and R&B, you know, in that context, people were very reticent to embrace pop in that aspect, you know? Yeah, actually, but- you're right, right? Because this is like at the right at the end <clears throat> of the 90s going into yeah. the 2000s. So when you think of fusing R&B and pop and the way they do the electronic um, production of the music, um it's it's and you know and we had the the neo soul and so it's not that right and it's it's not traditional r&b it's not that it's got some elements of r&b 
It's not real, complete, true pop. So this album is fusing stuff in such a way that it's pushing. And I think that's because of the Neptunes in the way they were like, no, we're just going to do this and we're going to go with it. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, maybe that's why they went out with Cut Out there. Like, hey, if everybody, let's let's just shake up everybody because that's exactly what that song does. So, um, yeah. it's it's the sound texture is a little different than you know yeah. some of the other things that we've been discussing to, yes. to date. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. But yeah. there are there are moments you you know you're right about like when you said in light of all the other songs on the album, you know mm-hmm. that that being the one to release. I mean, there are some great yes. songs on this. There are some yes. really really wonderful uh, numbers. Yes. And I think I'm not entirely sure. I think this might be the first time that N.E.R.D. appear on a track like the, I know this predates their, their in search of album. Um, but I think this might be the first time N.E.R.D. are actually on a track. I couldn't find anything about oh, them before. Yeah. So, so that was, yeah, that's, so that's, that's kind of cool. That's interesting as well. They appear obviously with Mark Dorsey on ghetto children. <laughs> So it gives it a, a different spin, right? Yeah. So, like, yes, when you juxtapose, say, Ghetto Chill with Cut Out there, you're, you're like, right. uh, this is the same <laughs> album? Okay. So, all right. All right. Um, and actually, Ghetto Children has, you know, the snippet from Slick Rick, which, you know, right. Slick Rick was on Aaliyah's album. So I'm like the parallels, oh, yes. man. How we we meant that. We, we, of course, we knew all of this when we were making these choices. So, yes. Smoothly <laughs> done. Very, very yeah. good. Yeah. So, so there was also um, the so single-wise, the, the album only spawned three singles with yeah. Core Out There. Uh, good stuff. Uh, which I remember vividly in the video, which um, had 
terror he's credited here as terror uh, and he eventually changed his name to pusha t, pusha t. exactly um, yeah yeah with uh the clips and received obviously you know significant success under that moniker um and then the third single was get along with you which i would have picked as the first single from from being completely honest I would agree, but what do I know? So, you know, um, <laughs> yeah, I would have thought that that's I, that's far and away my my favorite song no, from the album. Just, I I love this record, love 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 that song, and so, um, but apparently I, that 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 single massively uh, underperformed. It didn't chart. <gasps> Uh, yeah, mm. the first two did, um, but okay. the um, yeah, get along with you, which was the third and final. Which is interesting, album. interesting. for that one because you know that's interesting um but you know um but like let's say suspended was really nice because you know you were mentioning like kind of the space agey like because you'll hear that more in mars but i really liked suspended yeah um because i don't know i just liked the way the music and then her vocals came together on that track yeah um and you know game show is it turns out to be like a that's where the pop comes in right i would say because it's kind of a catch a poppyish catchy tune thing and then it goes into suspended so it's really you know this deep different change up um which i really i i liked a lot too yes. um so I, I don't know, you know, I, I don't know what what with version why they didn't pursue releasing or attempting to release more um, songs off of here, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Um, yeah, well, as a performing album, I mean, from what I, it's always it, there's so many sort of weird things about I don't know the business end, I guess, mm-hmm. when it came to this album and her follow up Wonderland. Uh, unfortunately, mm. a lot of it from Khalees' perspective, puts Pharrell and Chad in a significantly negative light. Mm, um, yeah. And obviously the, the record label as well. So like this, the album did far better in Europe um, mm. 
then in the states and then when wonderland came out apparently she had such she wanted to leave virgin records so the album never received an official release in the states and to me that's her masterpiece i think uh wonderland was was when everything on all all parts connected and it was coherent and was just you know it was it was weird in the in the in the brilliant way and it was it conformed in ways when it had to but i thought it was that was the masterpiece for me but um uh-huh. there's unfortunately this kind of connection with Khalees and the neptunes there's this kind of magic as so much of it was there's a lot of negative um stuff about it and particularly from her as she kind of has cited them as kind of i guess screwing her out of well, I don't even know what it is because they didn't own the label and I don't, I'll never understand the business end of, of the record industry. I never, never, never will. And I just would have thought Virgin would have, here, you're the artist, Khalees. This is our deal with you. These are the producers and we will pay them and you go from there. But she's right. constantly accused them, uh, Pharrell and Chad, of bad business and Rob conning her out of money and stuff like that. And I don't know, I have no idea how, but it's, it's very unfortunate, I guess, that those two albums are kind of, you know, tainted with that kind of bad uh, yeah. taste and certainly her mouth, even though they've continually denied that things were as she has subsequently portrayed them. Yeah. You know, and again, it's like, you know, we see like, the front side of the show and not all of the inner workings and all of the, you know, until after, right. When you, when they like make it known that, you know, this, 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 uh, these projects, you know, didn't work for me, you know, um, mm. you know, as an artist, right. Cause we're, we're oblivious cause we, we got the album and we're running around with it. And in the background, we just, like you said, we don't know what's going on on the industry side of things. Yeah. That um, it's not always nice. And Lord knows, <clears throat> depending on your contract, what rights you do or do not have as a performer. Um, and if you didn't get, um, let's say, credits outside of just being a performer on a on songs then maybe you didn't get as much money when a, a particular song um <clears throat> like you didn't get writer credits or you didn't you know production credits so i i have i don't know enough about the 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 incidents between yeah. them to speak on it <clears throat> specifically but anytime you're talking about money and it's usually if you think you should have gotten more <laughs> it's probably because you the contract you signed, they didn't, right. you know, you didn't get enough of, of it. And when you're the performer, you're, it's your album and it's your stuff. And you're like, how come they got it? Well, you know, as a writer, as a producer, they got those, those extra um, percentages of revenue from mm. your, your work, your art. So, um, part of that really is the structure of the music industry as a whole. And if, you know, I think she was 20 when she made this. Wow. Which, really? Yeah. You're of age, but do you know everything that you sign? I'm like, you know, 
half the time when you uh, download an app these days and they and you scroll real quick just so you can install it, you don't know what you just agreed to. So, right. you know, <laughs> you're yeah. like, okay. So, um, you know, you, you get in, you, 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 you do great work, you think. And then when the money comes, post everything, right? Oh, really? Uh, you know, and, and I think that's a, a, a shocker, you know, but also a, a recurring theme in the industry, right? Yeah. You just have to know, and it's not like you're going to learn it in school. So you better hope that someone helps you along the way when you're structuring these deals, right? Yeah. There was, um, yeah. I remember, I mean, again, just sort of, I don't want to go too far, obviously, straying mm-hmm. from this album, but I do remember vividly again with her. Uh, I forget what what label she was attached to for her third album, uh, the Tasty album, oh, which yeah. had Milkshake, mm-hmm. obviously. And yeah, right. Project. But I remember right. she had five Neptunes tracks on the album. One of them was taken from the Wonderland album. Uh, so mm. four new Neptunes tracks. But on this project, she had branched out into uh, loads of other producers from Andre 3000, uh, Rafael okay. Sadiq, um, Dame Grease, Rock Wilder, some others, really big names at that point. And I remember vividly depressed for this, where she's still bashing the Neptunes uh, oh. and saying that she had to pay her out of her own pocket for these producers. And I'm like, what? How? What is happening? You're not on an independent label. I, I just couldn't. Again, oh. I've. I have no idea the business end of it, but her relationship with with uh, the Neptunes had completely broken down at this point. Um, but I, I forget what label she couldn't have been on Virgin at that point. I'll look it up in a moment. But and she oh. had to pay for these heavy hitters to kind of appear on her on, on her, her album. album? And it was just so strange, now, such a strange situation. I'll never. That is odd because typically the record company will give you the money to make the album and you know you're supposed to use the money for that right however much but if these people to get these people cost more than what you were allotted um that's uh i'm like they couldn't even make a concession you know (laughs) like give them yeah points on on the the back end i don't know um so you know who who was the the record company you know because i'm like that's that's typically well the other thing too is a lot of people you get the money from the record industry or excuse me the record company and you go off and spend it and like no 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 <laughs> you're not supposed to live <laughs> off that money as to make the album right yeah again it's like you know understanding the record industry and your place in it and this investment that they put in you, what you're really supposed to be doing with this money. But if you get a lot of money, right. uh, And you're trying to live and get the record done, you know, it it can, the lines can be blurred, but I mean, those are some heavy choices, especially Raphael Sadiq. So, um, yeah, I've just looked it up. Actually, the, the Tasty mm. album came out on Arista, Ooh. and that's a big. Li- that's, that's a label a that label. could afford that. Uh, that well, bef- yeah, before they obviously folded, which even yeah. when that happened, I was surprised. I thought they were yeah. huge, but so I have no. I honestly couldn't 
begin to again comprehend the situation or anything but, like that. But you uh, know, I mean, the other thing too is once you have um, animosity, yeah, um, sometimes it's hard to overlook, right? So then you almost become the "I hate you so much" right. anthem in your life, right? Yeah. Um, and that you kind of hope you don't have I mean it, you make it a song but not your anthem for your life right um yeah. but the, that's the thing about money too it can it can um it can crush you know relationships in a bad way when it's not handled correctly yeah. on both sides so yeah. it's you know um and it was such a shame. I think there's there's so much um, great music kind of attached to the the two factions. So yeah, it's right. unfortunate. And you know, because let, let's take for for instance, even though there was some a little bit of you know something even with Aaliyah and Timberland and Missy, but that that was minuscule in comparison to what we're hearing now, what we're discussing with Khalees. But the project that those three produced with Aaliyah, right? Yeah. If if they had a a if they didn't have the fallout that they had, the 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 music that Khalees and those and and the Neptunes could have made, phenomenal. Because when they do make great songs, like like I want your love, typical. Right. I'm like when I hear it, I'm like, oh, this is Neptunes beat. Right. Right? So yeah. I'm like so much <laughs> right, and I'm just and then she gets to come in on top of that. This is they could have just had you know what we what we got from the Aaliyah um, Timberland Missy trying gather you know together yeah with them right um, where it wouldn't have been so acidic yeah in well, well, afterwards yeah. right um, yeah no turning back that's another one that's that is, uh, yeah. like. I, so it's like for me to come back to this album, I was like, oh, I could tell when I hear all the subsequent, you know, music from Pharrell, where the seeds of that came from. Yeah. Because a lot of that was, you know, developed in this album. Right. Yeah. Um, in the morning, I'd put in that. Yes, of, of exactly. There's well. like a whole. I was just like, I'm. That's why I was like, I'm surprised Virgin didn't release more of these because 
this is what would become <laughs> like right. signature um, um, sounds from, especially Pharrell later on, right? Yes, definitely, yeah. And and so it's like it, you know, but hey, you know, I I don't know this. Yeah, you know, I'm obviously you know, I'm it's above my pay grade, so I'm just gonna you know just <laughs> you enjoy know, listening. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's funny because it's like. I suppose think, looking at a lot of the albums that we covered, like even going back to that Aaliyah episode mm-hmm. um, with, uh, you know, and Missy and Timberland being involved in that. And, you know, before that, we've had Maxwell and Mary J. Blige. It's really yeah. fascinating that we kind of we're talking about projects that are over 20, in some cases, nearly 30 years old. And yes. we're talking about artists that are still going today. You know, we're right. talk, you know, at the same time as we celebrate an album, I mean, there are people. So I mean, just looking at the track list here with um, um, Mafia, which is a really cool song. I always really, I love the yeah. chorus for that. Uh, but that's yeah. with uh, Marquita, and I don't know of anything else that she she put out. Um, you know, obviously, I, I don't believe she's still uh, you know making music at this stage. But um, you know, Justin Vince, uh, Mark Dorsey, who who did have an album out. I I have, I have that Mark Dorsey album. Yeah, <gasps> the very late nineties. Um, okay, and uh, he. Uh, uh from blake's crave had um uh, a really great cover of stevie wonder's all i do as well which i yeah oh. i really really dug that album um okay. and he did the chorus as he again he's done a few things with the neptunes he did that's mark dorsey on the chorus to ll cool j's love you better which was a neptunes oh, really? production yeah uh... he, and it was funny because I, I always thought they seemed to connect with mark dorsey a few times but never anything for him as such on his albums or they didn't produce for him or anything like that. It's just, they recruited him to jump on stuff that they were putting out, which is, okay. um, yeah, which is really cool. But there are so many people that we discuss in the nineties with, through these albums that are still making music to a, an incredible standard, you know, and um, all these years later, I mean, we're talking about Pharrell and Chad and, or Pharrell particular, the superstar that he kind of has, gone on to become uh timberland right. missy elliott you know and i don't doubt ali would still be in that conversation exactly um, and mm-hmm. it's just it's really quite fascinating how yeah the level of success you kind of have to achieve and that work ethic and that coordination of luck and talent and you know good fortune etc to kind of allow you to keep going when you know more people would have not been able to to keep you know to proceed in that context you know yes no no i that's a great great point um and and the other thing is that these projects are looked upon as favorably you know when they do the 20 year look back right yeah yeah um, you know, you know, that that's a credit to our picking because we, you know, select the best albums, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> but it, 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 it holds its weight. These albums are able to last that long to be relevant and something that people can go back to. And, and, and if you missed something the first time you can catch it. And, um, that's, that does speak also to the artist as well as, you know, the producers and the people who are making that music, that it's, it's got something that keeps you and, um, and, and still you enjoy listening to it now mm. as when it was, when it was released. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I, I'm listening to the current 
basket of songs, you know, that we have now. And I'm like, um, I, I don't, we'll see like 20 years from now, yeah. you know, what's yeah. still, you know, what is the, the celebratory albums going to be? Yeah. I'll put it like that in the age of streaming. I can just listen to one track, two track. That's it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of interesting, be, it's isn't it? Odd, right? Yeah, it's funny yeah. when you look at like uh, I guess if if the whole project passed you by, then you probably by the time you got into it, you probably knew more of, about Khalees at that point. But I always kind of mm-hmm. I, I, the presentation of Khalees through this record was always really fascinating because obviously you have the caught out their single, then you've got mm-hmm. this you know really kind of bold album cover as well, which yeah. Is kind of, uh, you know, practically naked, where you know, and completely painted with a inverted commas, a kaleidoscope of colors. Of, right, um, exactly. It's, mm-hmm. it's you know, it's it's interesting because I'm kind of I'm looking at the cover now, and I'm thinking of the song, and I'm thinking like, what? Well, I wonder what, what what's the perception of her when you kind of have these as the introduction to to an artist? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like when well, this is a you're, this is a you're, you're challenging your your listener initially you're saying right this this is me this is what i want to do you either hop on the train or or the spaceship or yeah you don't, oh, actually you know? that's true because you know even the intro track is like a birth right yeah. something new <laughs> yeah. that has nothing you know so when you listen to that intro it doesn't prepare you at all for what's coming <laughs> next yeah. right i'm like okay but so and and actually even that's kind of like like missy introducing Aaliyah, yeah right which at that time missy was who is this woman talking for <laughs> Leah, right and then you have pharrell you know talking about her and and trying to give this backstory from when she was born and da, 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 and then you know and it takes yeah. you into the good stuff i'm an adult now thank you so and then she cuts into that song right <laughs> so it's kind of that that kind of thing but the closest i can get cuz you know when you're looking at the album you're right it's it's meant to to catch your eye and draw your attention right so i guess if you're doing it that way then caught out there would go because this is one more thing to catch your attention but the closest thing i can get in terms of album covers like that would have probably been the ohio players where they use the albums to like you know do quote unquote some kind of artistic take that would and you know in some cases Mm. the the what they had on the cover was meant to draw your attention right. to them. So, you know, at least to the album. And then you would pick it up and you would try it and you would look at it and you would say, oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, I think, and, and, and since we're closing out the 90s with this album, right, to start the new yeah. millennium, yeah. right, this is something that's bold and out there with color and da 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 to end the year and start the new, you know, yeah. It, or at least it sounds good to you know <laughs> to say that, but but it does. I mean, you're right as you're looking at it, because um, even you know her even in the good stuff video with her hair and everything. I mean, she's really bold and out there yeah. Yeah. Um, at this time of her life, right? So it's really in your face kind of project. So, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm telling you, boy, you're wasting your time on them. The good stuff's right here. before about I think it has been some time ago since we had this sort of broad discussion about like 90s hip-hop and I think we had made the point that what the, the fun thing for me about that era was kind of your being fascinated by music that's being released and in terms of it always seemed like a genre that was discovering itself in that period because mm-hmm. so many people were trying so many different things and you'd have yes. the, these 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 sort of rises of different factions from you know the roots uh would appeared and then common and you know uh, black star and you know you had jazz rap in this other corner with gangstar and tribe called quest and de la soul and then you had this you know this more glitzy presentation from like bad boy records and uh Death yeah. Road. and it was just like everyone was constantly doing something different and it was just almost just looking around like it like a with all the, oh, look at the bright lights like wow everyone's you know and you kind of found these all these different boxes and everything seemed segregated but it was just incredible because it was just everything was almost different and it was exciting and i suppose when you look at r&b i think i've probably compartmentalized too much of it but if you look at r&b as one thing as an uh, as like a linear genre and then you go from you know early 90s with like new jack swing and then it Mm -hmm. evolved into a smoother sound of like changing faces and zane and then you've got neo soul you've got d'angelo you've got maxwell and erica badu and then you've got like a project like this as you say kind of closing out the 90s ushering in this new kind of millennium and you think well where, what what preceded this do you know what i mean like this <laughs> yeah, exactly. is and, and this is in, in, in as a complete compliment you know because there's nothing that you could really cite you know as like kaleidoscope in terms of you know this was the neptunes's big kind of debut as well they'd been knocking around for a lot of the 90s doing you know occasional songs and things like that but Khalees you know, in, in her presentation of everything that we've just discussed. And then you've got musically, what are we comparing this to? There's nothing that that kind of preceded this in a, in a logical and coherent way, you know? So right. it kind of, we're moving into the 2000s almost with this big question mark of what is R&B at this point, you know? Actually, yes. And, and so that's what I, when I, when you're listening to the production of the songs, it's not your typical R&B. It's not your yeah. typical pop. You know, Mary J. Blige's, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, yeah, none of that. It's that's So you have this whole different texture to the music, the way, you know, the way she's singing to play play with it. And, and like even Mars where you're, you know, going into this out of, out of space or yeah. out of place kind of thing when you want to get away, that kind of stuff. Um. It's 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 a push to do 
and be different, right? Mm. And and uh, yeah, they they pulled it off. Um, and and like I said, a lot of this, I was like, oh yeah, I could tell, like later Pharrell where it came from. Like yes. the reason yeah. I like Pharrell and the way they put their 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 sound together is 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 the the seeds of that are in this album right yeah Yeah. um so brilliant point yeah you know we uh yeah the the most um uh the thing on wikipedia another thing that they have said here that in in 2020 rolling stone ranked the album at number 391 in their updated list of the 500 greatest albums of all time wow yeah rolling stone of all of all kind of publications Uh, i'm not quite sure what to say about it i mean it's a staggering um uh achievement i know 391 seems high but of of all time you know for everything that rolling stone would have you know have have access to and i mean that's that's amazing yeah and i i think it's and it probably is because of when she released it and you know right. what was going on around that time so it's like um how um timberland found a lane for Aaliyah. his his music worked for Aaliyah, right it right. just it just blended the neptunes were able to make a sound that worked for Khalees. Right, it really does. When when you when they get it right, they they get it spot on with her. Yeah, and yeah. and so, but the the sound is is completely different. There's there's no, and I, I'll even say that even for Timberland's beats, it's different. The both of these, you know, um, produce the, the Timberland and then the Neptunes, their sound. You know, when you're looking at other types of music that was coming out in the the '90s, was different. You know, right, they really pushed it differently with the with their music. Um, so it, it's good because that's that's where you get um, you push the boundaries of music, you push the boundaries for the artist, and you give listeners something completely a different sound to 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 take in, yeah. right? Um, but you know, she was also fun and playful and, and you, you had the anthems and the, you know, hurt from being in love. So some of the themes were, were themes that, that, uh, her listeners could relate to, but it was done musically in a different sounding way again, which, you know, going back to her album, we were meant to like, I really want you to see me, <laughs> notice me, and I'm going to put myself out there to you know for you to to recognize my mm-hmm. contributions right yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah there was a i think she 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 did have a, a, a not past tense it but uh a, a really great career i think with so many kind of uh wonderful musical highlights you know i think particularly yes. those, those first three uh albums i mean there's there's yeah there's, she 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 managed to tap into something with Neptune's. Now I give her all the credit in the world for the the tasty album because she kind of 
uh, she managed to create magic with a, a whole new range of people, you know, Millionaire with Andre 3000. What a brilliant record. Um, right. Such a great song. And uh, the Rafael Sadiq uh, three tracks, I believe it, uh, he jumped in on for her. Uh, some great songs. And again, this is an era, listen to Kaleidoscope and then say, she's now doing songs with Rafael Sadiq. What? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> on the opposite end of the spectrum here, right? Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah, but it works. Yes. They, they're really yes. good songs. Glow, a wonderful song, and then that the 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 tasty the closing number was uh, uh, Marathon, which is a fantastic. That last two minutes of that song, if anyone's never heard it, um, I would urge you just to listen to that song. The last two minutes where she's just harmonizing, uh, kind of over the music. It's just it's glorious. It really, really is. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, she's. Um, done some wonderful things I, I i hope that kaleidoscope i know obviously there's a lot that she looks back at with a negative kind of perspective but i i certainly hope that kaleidoscope's an album in general musically that she can put on and and be incredibly proud of kind of what what she managed to achieve sort of yes. through this right right yeah i mean you know, you have a reissue and, and you have people still um, gravitate to it and support it. You know, mm-hmm. it's, you know, these are your little children. Some you, you're you going to love more than others. You know, yeah. you won't tell them that to their face, though. You'll say, I love you equally. <laughs> but inside, you know. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> So this one may not be thought as as loved as the other ones, but you know it, it, it's it should hold a special place in her heart. How's that? Does that sound good? That sounds that sounds good. good. And yeah. what's even better yeah. is it's a wonderful segue to our oh. yeah. So which of these children did? Ah. <laughs> Ooh, smooth. It's like pretty that. good. Um, yeah. So yeah. So which of of Kalisa's, uh fourteen? Uh, album tracks or alternatively i have a, you've, you've suggested it won't be one of those uh specifically well, so yeah which one uh is the one that you would best uh kind of surmise the album with well you know now like i said i i at first when i started to listen to the album i didn't think i had heard any of the tracks before um but then uh, when I went digging through my remixes, um, I said, oh, <laughs> oh, I do have a song that I like from, you know, and that's, and, and, and like I said, it was like, it's different than the the original. So it was like, I never even made the tie, right? <laughs> I just right. didn't make the connection. I'm like, oh, yes, yes. So we, and... And to your point, you actually made reference to this. So, unfortunately for you, you'll have to pick another song. I know. I was dreading uh, it when you said it was a remix. I was like, there's only three songs. It clearly yeah. isn't caught out there because you've implied that wasn't one of your faves. And I thought, oh, no, she's going to pick it. Rock, paper, scissors. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> so, we're going we're gonna to go out with a Morales remix of Get Along With You. Oh, it's such a good song. Okay. I, I don't oh. know this mix. That's interesting. Oh, I, oh, and let me tell you, when you hear it and then you go back to hear and I like, and, and actually, f- 
Pharrell's edit of this song is not bad either, right? right? But when I went through, I was like, oh my God, this is this album? This is this song? Because, you know, this, I would put this in like one of my house mixes. And so I just didn't even, it's so oh, totally wow. different from the original. It's just as good, you know? And I and I do like um, the the album version, but... You know, every once in a while, you know, I make it, mix it up. and So so the album version is still up for grabs then? <laughs> you can do whatever you want with the album version, sir. <laughs> it's still up for grabs. That, that's unique if we do this, both the same song. that's a, That'll be a first, actually. <laughs> it would be. I, well, you said it, yes. so I've definitely got to do it now. Thank <laughs> goodness. I love this song so much. I mean... <gasps> I'm looking at the, the track list for the 20th anniversary reissue. I mean, there, yeah. are, there are actually quite a lot of remixes that came out for this album. So yes. the, for the yes, three yes, singles, yes, yes. they all had a, a healthy amount of remixes for each. It's interesting that the 20th anniversary, I mean, they could have added way more. They gave the Neptune's extended mix for Caught Out There and uh, three mixes for Get Along With You. There's the, yeah. the Soul Inside uh, radio which, mix, which is by Dodge, which is, uh, is you're a fan of this one? Well, uh, I like the Pharrell edit of it, but the, what's funny is this, the get along with you is the one that didn't do as popular, but it's got the great remixes, right? That's interesting. I'm like, I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't know why they didn't add any of the, um, the good stuff hey, mixes or virgin drop the ball on that because yeah my remix is hot so i, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah only four mixes but they, they could have put another 10 to be honest well not another yes, 10 they but they, they, yeah, no they, they could have they really yeah, really could have and, and so and, and no and that's that's the one thing um that's why i was like i was really surprised it was only three because i was like I want I want your love should have been there in the morning. I mean those two, no turning mm-hmm. back. Those three songs, the I even liked. Um, wouldn't you agree? Because that 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 duet that's a beautiful right. song, right? I'm like yeah. you didn't even re- okay. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I you know okay, Virgin. Hello. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, I'm like okay, you fell asleep behind the wheel. So okay. <laughs> That's all right. Okay, it happens. Uh, so. well, I'm I'm super excited to to dive yeah. into this Morales mix. So uh, hope I imagine yes. it's a fantastic pick. So yes, oh, at the least, <laughs> you know the pressures. I can't even say this. You know, but, um, you know, you want to end strong. I'll put it like that. You come to the end and be like, you did what? Oh, you had one job. What? Oh. <laughs> I don't even know. Do I have to replace her? I don't know. It's just, you know, I don't know. <laughs> We've come so far and now I've got to cut you. So, you know. <laughs> oh, my God. I do need to dig out some of these other. I haven't heard the Pharrell edit, so I'm going to have to try and look for that the one. The Pharrell edit, it's good, but, and, and um, I, I like that one. I like that okay. version, but. We're going with Morales on that one. So Fantastic. because this is like, it's it's totally. I was like, oh no way. So yeah, I was actually really excited because I was, I, I completely thought I had not heard any tracks from this album coming in. So it was like a completely 
new experience for me. And then I'm like, nah, okay, I like this song. Oh, okay, the, it's this song. Okay, so I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah it's funny. I love Amazing. it. You took my. This is 